Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. G'day, Mike Hussey here, but you can call me Mr. Supercoach. KFC Supercoach BBL is back and there's 25 grand up for grabs. So what are you waiting for? Play today at supercoach.com.au. T's and C's apply. New South Wales authorisation number TP slash 01005. Harrison Agents. To buy, sell or rent in Tasmania, search Harrison Agents today. On SEN Tassie, Jack and Flash. With Jack Revolt and David Lithgow. I'm Jack and Flash. Yes, yes, yes. On the match. Uh, Welcome to another big week of the Jack and Flash show. We're coming to you live on SEN Tassie 1629, 1611 SEN track the northern part of the state, right around the country on the SEN app. It's all thanks to Harrison Agents selling your home. Contact Harrison Agents today. Well, Flash man, many people would think that we would be very sombre this morning with obviously our Jack Jumpers uh, going out in Zip 3 in the NBL finals, but... And it doesn't feel like a Zip 3, dude. That's the other No, no, no. It certainly, like certainly it. doesn't. Certainly Damn. doesn't. Uh, it's uh, obviously disappointing. Hey, go, I'm, uh, where am I going? I'm, I'm flat. Yeah. I am no, flat. You're, I try, am flat. you're trying to put a bit of mayonnaise and sweet chilli sauce on it, but I'm flat. I'm very flat. Yes, no, it's, it's just... Uh, I was just thinking, you know, we needed to pinch one and then we'd Damn. roll into today's show and there'd be a big game tonight in Hobart. But unfortunately, yeah. the Jack Jumpers went down gallantly 0-3 um, and probably just outclassed a little bit in the end. And, uh, well, it's just, a, just a, yeah, you're right, Flash. It's, Look, it's, it, it's a little bit of a wake today, isn't it? It, it is. Sort of a, it is. It's been a very, uh, very good ride. I still, the moments I've talked to so many people about this, but when they were five up, I think, a couple of minutes into that last quarter, they missed five shots in a row. Yep. They had an absolute opportunity there. I reckon they were one, maybe two buckets away. That game changes. That's how basketball works. Um, It's a momentum game. They had them right where they wanted them. Right there. Damn it. Yes. Yes, there was those sort of periods through through a lot of those sort of final series games, even the the games that we won in semifinals as well, where yes. it just, just went ice cold for literally five shots in a row, and we yep. couldn't get that bucket correct that we would uh, that we needed to to just steady the ship and and keep us in the game. And unfortunately, it's uh, it's cost us our first chance of of winning uh, an NBL championship, but. It's our only first. It's our first opportunity going in our first season. We've still got to reflect on the fact that what a ride! What a amazing, ride. absolutely what, what amazing. And we'll reflect on that a bit today. But yeah, it really has been an extraordinary twelve months. So if and you want, it's changed sport everywhere in Tasmania for has, the better. It has. It has. So if you want to reflect on the Jack Jumpers season, if you've been along to a game and you've seen something that you love, or Maybe you weren't a basketball convert uh, at the start of the season, but now you are all in on the Tasmanian Jack Jumpers. Send us 
a message on 0437 552 or shoot us a call, 1342 1533, or send us a tweet at, at SEN Tassie. Now, Flash, we have sent Mitch out the back here at the SEN Studios oh, yes. to find us a little something-something for the people to text in because last time we put something free on the line, the uh, the system nearly went into meltdown. <clears throat> just happened to be the week I wasn't on and we gave away those two free tickets into the corporate box and fair income. The engagement was through the roof. Awesome. So cop this for a prize. Uh, I expect similar uh, similar responses. We've got a Signet Boost Power Bank worth 55 clams to give our best caller or texter uh, in regards to their jack jumpers experience from this year. A Signet Boost Portable power, charger. Portable charger. That's it. Awesome. A Signet awesome. Boost power bank will keep your phone, tablet, and earbuds powered 24-7. So jump on. Tell us your jack jumpers experience, whether you've been to a game, what you were expecting from the jackies. Maybe you expected us to, to go all the way from, from day dot. Uh, and uh, yeah, tell us why you've loved the, the the Jack Jumpers this week, this year. Sorry. So, on that theme, Flashman, what's your favourite moment from this year in the Jack Jumpers? Because there's Ooh, been plenty. Gee, there has around. been plenty. I've got mine, and I'll go after you. Who's? Uh, uh, what's your favourite moment? Question without notice. This FYI. Would you like me uh, to go first? You go. No, I'll go first because okay. because look, I'll go back to the Melbourne series. And that energy in their game too, when they stayed alive, all but by the hair of their chinny chin chin, um, that was incredible. To send it back to game three in Melbourne, I know that Melbourne's obviously where it got done, but the energy that night in the stadium was unbelievable. Look, it was actually matched game two for the grand final, Jack. When Adams has hit the second of those threes, my gosh, was it loud. But I think that's what I reflect on, that amazing uh, Game 2 result against the might of the defending champions. Well, I'm glad you've spoken about the closing stages of Game 2 because I've clipped up the audio of you calling it, and here we go. Adams, all fade away, three. Oh, what a shot from Adams. That's the best of the lot. You are kidding me. Now with Kristovic, double team. They've got to get a shot off. Vasilovic makes the big three, pumps the chest, and that's a four-point margin, and they're almost home. Adams will shoot from a long way out and miss. But Sydney Kings with a famous victory here in Tasmania. How do you feel about that in reflection? Um, um, you look, you, you, I'm not a cheerleader, so you've got to let it out for both teams. I'm a commentator, and... Um, it was a great moment. It was bull a great dust. moment. Absolute bulldust. That is un-Tasmanian the way you called that last game there. Well, what do you want me to do, mate? Do you want me to do what Eddie used to do? Yeah, I mean, you should I be like, oh, Adams and Vasilovic, it's a three and game over. We had to see no, the game three. No, look, it's uh, my job is to call it, as I said, and Vasilovic's shot was absolutely ridiculous. It wasn't as good as Adams'. I mean, Adams is two three-pointers. I watched all the NBA games as they happen. He... he Josh Adams was hotter than anybody in world basketball over the last week at for certain periods of the game. He made shots that no one made shots like he did in the back end of those two games. Oh, my gosh. He just he phenomenal, lights it up. He Mate, well, phenomenal. Well, Flash, that is my favourite moment from the year. And 
there's oh look, Josh Adams in terms of the block against South Melbourne Phoenix, um, like that that got us to the finals. It was a part yes. of the, the, the mechanism to get us to the finals. But yeah, I was very very lucky to be sitting courtside uh, game three Melbourne Oof. United when he hit that unbelievable double pump oh. three. I literally could have could have reached out and like just give his calf a little massage to make sure he was a hundred percent going while he while he just accelerated up into the air. And hit that three. It, it yes. was. He, he has been a fantastic. You think of the highlight really had. Even the dunk in the blitz. Do you remember the dunk back to the oh blitz where it was just gosh. like everyone sat, sort of sat back and went, hang on a second. This bloke can go. This, this bloke can play. So, do you, And do you know what he did in game three in against the Kings? His shot selection was really, really good. I actually think I think he needed to take another two or three shots in the, in the third game. When, it, when he's on... He's like J.R. Smith used to be. Remember J.R. Smith? Yeah. Well, you just give it to him. When, he, when he's on a heater, because it, it, it doesn't matter what he does so well, and you appreciate this as a professional athlete, whatever position he's body in, he keeps his shoulders perfectly square. So when he's shooting up and elevating, he has his top part of his body is in perfect form. So it doesn't matter what his legs are doing or his hips are kicked out to the left or whatever. He's, he, it's awesome to watch. And, and we saw it so many times during the season. We're looking forward to uh, chatting today to Joe Chivers, of course, the GM of basketball at the Jack Jumpers to chat all yes. the Jack Jumpers. Now, we well, they're had... unsigned, of course. They're all uns- we've got it, so we'll talk to Joe about that. Yes, we will. So a few of those big names that we have been speaking about, including the coach. We'll be chatting to Joe and finding out the lay of the land in the Jack Jumpers world. Now, off the text, full credit to the Jack Jumpers off-court team. Their marketing and connection with the whole state has been nothing but fantastic. Now, this person has sent it in anonymously. We'll also be chatting a bit of AFL today with the North Melbourne GM of football, Dan McPherson, the ex-Swan. Ex-Swan, he's a good player. He was a very reliable back pocket sort of half back yes. winger at times. Yeah. Mm. Did you ever knock him? You're a Sydney man. Did you ever sort of – Yeah, it was sort of a pretty reliable sort Very of reliable, defender, wasn't he? disciplined. Um, yeah, he would have played – gee, the Swans maybe play 150. I should have looked at this, of course. But he was a – no, he played a long time. He's a good player. Uh, of course, so rightio. So today, um, as always, you can call in 1300-42-15-33 or shoot us a text 0437 552 Hit us up on the Twitter line at SEN Tassie. We are chatting all things Jack Jumpers. A lot of people think that we'd be mourning the loss, and we are a little bit, but we are also having a day full of celebration here. Uh, we've yep. got that Sigma yep. Power Boost to, to give away so let us know your favourite moment from the Jack Jumper season, if you went along or if you watched it on TV, or how proud you are of our Jack Jumper boys. This is Jack and Flash on SEN Tassie. Harrison Agents. To buy, sell or rent in Tasmania, search Harrison Agents today. On SEN Tassie, Jack and Flash. With Jack Revolt and David Lithgow. Welcome back to Jack and Flash right here on SEN Tassie and, of course, SEN Track across the northern part of the state and right across the globe on the SEN app. As always, you can call us 1342 1533 or send us a text 0437-552-535 or hit us up on Twitter at SEN Tassie. We are looking for your favourite Jack Jumpers moment from this year. We've got a Signet Boost Power Bank worth $55 to give away to our best Caller or text us, so jump on there. But now, Flashman, it's time for a sports update. Thanks to KO, all your faves in one place, including AFL, NRL, 
and Formula One on KO Sports. And let's start with AFL Flashman. And the big news in the AFL world is, of course, Leon Cameron, who will be stepping down this week after the game against Carlton as the GWS coach. He's been coaching there for nearly 10 years. Uh, what did you make of this one? A little surprising. Look, they've been they've been a little a little disappointing. That's for sure. The Giants. I had him top four, but he's been there a long time. Um, I imagine they've made it about. They've had the conversations about a you know is it? But it's about tomorrow. Is it? Is he going to be there next year? The following year, etc., cetera, etc. Cetera. Uh, I think he's done an awesome job, Leon Cameron. Um, I didn't. I don't think any of us saw this coming, though, did we? I no, think. no. It's, and usually with think. these sort of things, coaches are, are either sacked. But this is a, a, a mutual agreement between. It seems like it. The Giants and Leon Cameron, and, and Leon had to, had this to say yesterday about the mutual agreement. It's a mutual decision. So on Tuesday, when I caught up with Dave, I, we said I think the time's right um, to to have a bit of breathing space for the car club to to look for its next coach because. Um, it's not, as I've always said, it's not a one-year appointment. The next coach will be a three- or four-year appointment. And I've been here for 10 years. Um, and, you know, energy can... It's a, it's a tough job. And it can and it can wear you down. And uh, I know people will speculate what that decision is. Um, but I'm really proud and uh, to say that's a joint decision between play, coach and, and, and the club. It's a real it's adult conversation, isn't it? It's, it's, it is it's adult like, conversation. The fact that he's not blind to, to, to what the, the club looks for going forward. Yes. Um, there's a real selfless part of this too from Leon Cameron, knowing that maybe he's not the he knows that he's not the man to, to take the GWS Giants forward in, in the current format they're in and, and, and what they may look like going forward. And to, to put your hand up and go to the club and go to the administration and say, hey, let's have a conversation about what it looks like going forward, I think is a, well, it's brave, but also it's just honest. It's... Um, it's probably the sign of, of of what is a good coach. It's uh, I think so. The other thing, Flashman, is the the ten years, and he mentioned it, how a tough job it is. I, I don't think people understand and and maybe don't see how big a job it is to coach an AFL football oh, club. They're man. sort of hidden away in in and in the western part of Sydney, which obviously isn't football heartland, but still, just the the pressure of going deep in finals every year and obviously not not winning it. Um, over his ten-year um, tenure at the football club, just a, just a, what it does to to your life. It's a it's a all-encompassing job and just yep. big big role. I've had this talk with uh, our well former Carlton coach Brendan Bolton on a number of occasions, and um, the amount of time and effort and hours and mental anguish that coaches put in is ridiculous. It's almost like a poly politician. You you just there's no let up. Um, it's a Oh, I reckon it'd be absolute so-and-so of a job, to be quite frank. Because how, how do you how do you manage to let? I mean, how does Dimmer do it? How does Dimmer last so long? I mean, he's had his challenges. I mean, that's a, is that? Can I put that back to you? How's he managed to stay around doing it well, for I, so long? I, I, I is it just success, or what? What? What's kept? Oh, him? success is certainly a part of it. Like, and that's probably why I said Clarkson's coach for so long. It's like Kevin Sheedy coached yep. for so long. Um, yes, but. Comes down to a bit of personal development as well. You've got to change. You've got to change and evolve as the the game evolves, and the game evolves so fast. It changes. It changes nearly week in, week out in terms of what fo- teams are focusing on, how um, how players are, uh, uh, come through, how you speak to players. And I'm looking forward to chatting to to GM of Footy Dan McPherson. We obviously everything that's happened with 
with the the North Melbourne coach um, John Noble and, and what he's done um, recently in terms of apologising about how he spoke to his group. Like it's just it's it's an ever evolving beast. Has has just a quick one flash. Has the coaching tenure or the life of a coach, a senior coach, is it shortening? Are we going to see more sort of coaches Four coming years. in, coming in for that sort of six to eight years? Yes. Realising that maybe their shelf life's done at a club and then looking for the next opportunity because a change of environment brings that that refresh that that sometimes people are searching whilst they're still for, searching for. Sorry, whilst they're still at a job. So who's the long-term coaches we got now? Horse been there for over a decade. Yep. Dimmer. Yep. Dimmer. Same. Kenny Hinckley. Yep. Eleven years. Yep. Chris Scott as well coming up at Geelong. I think he's they've been in the job for Cheapest nearly thirteen 12. years. Yep. Yeah. It, it, it's, There's it's a lot a, there. That's is, a lot of numbers. It is that a lot. Been. Like it is a all like just the the amount of hours you've got to put into the job. It's a it's an interesting one. And the man that has been spoken about and will continually be spoken about for um for any job that comes up in AFL is Alistair Clarkson. And yes. he had this to say last night about coaching at the GWS Giants. If I didn't feel like I was the bloke that could take that club or that group of players to uh, to win it, then I'll just stay out of the game. Um, I've got other things that I can do and other other passions that I want to that I want to chase. Um, so pretty much, first and foremost, whether that's a one or two year time frame or whether it's a five or six year yep. time frame, it's just like I'm only coming back into it for one reason, and that's because I feel like this group can win it. That's Clark. Tazzy door open for mine. <laughs> Still open. Other He's... things I want to do, Tazzy. Well, come on, Clarko. Just just interesting wordsmith. Yes, yes, yes. We won't go too hard on the Tassie stuff because we're going to do that in the second hour of the show today. The other big news in terms of Tasmanian sport is that the Tasmanian Tigers, Flashman, have released their men's playing contract list for 2022-23 under our new coach. Now, Billy Stanlake's an interesting signing. He is interesting. Uh, Yep. 27 years of age, Billy Stanlake. He feels like he's been around forever because he was in the Australian setup at nineteen twenty, wasn't he? Um, I think that's really good. I think that's good. He's big. He's quick. He's, he's quick. always he's quick. He's had his challenges in the white ball game sometimes. Um, yeah, he's young enough. Peter Siddle's on the other hand, he's thirty seven and he's going around again, which was absolutely terrific. This young kid from Galorky, he's got some talent, Jackie Boy. Um, Nick Davis, he's an all rounder in the Australian under nineteen setup. He gets the he gets the deal. Sam Rainbird re-signed. Probably helped when you finished with 12 wickets or whatever he did on the last game. It finish, wasn't it, for Sammy? It was. Well done to him, Mac Wright, as well. But um, now, look, let's just let's just talk about this. Well, oh, before, the, you the, go, before you go on to that, go, we'll talk about go. it, mate. Is there a scarier opening bowling partnership than Riley Meredith and Billy Stanlake? Both Oof. big units, 150 clicks nearly, both of them. Is, it, is, yep. this, the, is this the birth of... Arguably, what could be the future of Tasmanian bowling for the next eight eight years? Like they're still both still very young. It's it's exciting, isn't it? Sidsy there still the big squid the still vet. going to keep going around. So there's the, the the two veterans, former Test players, both of them, of course. Gabe Bell still on the list. Sammy Rainbird. So there's they're pretty good bowling depth. It's actually looking pretty good. Now, okay, you wanted to get onto this, so we will chat. Uh, our very good friend and friend of the show. Ex-host, uh, hopefully not to soon be ex-host. Let's get him back, I reckon. Um, yep. Timmy Payne. No contract for Timmy Payne. And the noise around it's been interesting. We're, we're obviously 
bit closer into Tim and a bit privy, a bit more privy to a few things. This was unexpected from us, and then all of a sudden it blew up in the in the cricketing media world that Tim Payne hadn't been signed for a contract to the Tasmanian Tigers in 22-23. What did you make of it, Flashman? 119 different articles I've read so far about this um, topic, which is the biggest hashtag fake news I've ever written. Well, what do you mean he hasn't? Of course he hasn't signed. He was not playing. Uh, what? I keep reading this this big story. He hasn't been offered a contract. Well, he he's not playing. Like, what what's what's wrong with people? So um, when, you, when you say he's not playing, he's, we, we don't see him again? Oh, no, we'll be definitely see him again, no, coach. We'll, uh, of course we will. He's going to be... He, he'll, he's, he's, you know, he's working his life through at the moment, isn't he? We all know about that. There's, there's stuff to do. But no, he's not lost to cricket. Playing, he's going to be... Playing done. No, I don't, I don't, look, I, I don't think he'll be playing again, no. And when you say he's not lost to cricket, do you feel that coaching's the, the pathway to him? He's obviously been now, in the that's media. that's a different conversation. Media's been, he's been in the media as well. He's very good. He's very, very good, good in the media. Very, very yeah. good. Yeah. Oh, I'd be surprised if Channel 7, you know, as time goes on, wouldn't want to have some involvement potentially with Tim. I, I, and I hope with our station here, SCM, we get Tim back at some stage, but... He's got too much to offer with cricket, coaching-wise, talking about it, absolutely. And I can't wait for him to get back involved, and hopefully sooner rather than later. But he's... No, I mean, what? what yeah, come on. Fake, fake news. Fake news. Something we've been doing here at uh, SEN Tassie for the last few weeks is putting our dream team together for the first Tasmanian team. We're assuming that we're going to come in next year, yes. 2023. And that is, of course, thanks to Power Solutions Tasmania. It's time to unveil our forward line. So... The Tassie Dream Team for 2023 Flashman. Uh, yes. Now we've done the, the we've we've serviced the two areas that are least important to winning a game of football, and now we get to the powerhouses. Oh yes, David Flash Lithgow. Would you like to run me through the six players you've selected for your forward line? Be very very careful. Flash. Oh look, I had I had a, a decent group to choose from, and this no hey, to, no, to salary cap, no salary no cap, no salary cap, no salary cap, no salary cap. I was up to quarter to one doing this last night. Toby Green on half forward flank um, Ooh, goes yeah. without saying. Um, I, I'm bringing I'm bringing some tall timber into the team, and so I've got B Brown and H McKay, and I, so whether you're their centre half forward, you know how it works. You've done it with Tom Lynch many yep. times. B Brown, they're my two. Uh, big guys, so Two. let's just okay. for the exit. So we've got H. Mc, H. McKay there at centre half forward. I Heaney on the other half forward flank. Yep. In the forward pocket, I've got T. Papley. I've mentioned about B. Brown. Two Swans players already. Well, Tom Papley is the best forward pocket in the game. Yeah, I'm just saying, you've got two are, Swans players in. in that's the right. You had already. two last week, mate. What are you talking about? No, I don't go for the Swans though. No, I've, I've just picked the best players. Okay. Now and it didn't last week. Look, look this is a this is a difficult one for me but I've I've left you out I, I've gone with beef rich on now I reckon there's a role here for you and I think I can get you on the bench or at the very least you're joking are you no I, I've just it, look I had to make a decision between you and Brown I've gone with Ben Brown I, I just I just I, look I don't know what to say I don't either alright um, yeah okay uh, alright Right, well, where to from here? Well, <laughs> I'll go through my team. <laughs> David, I wonder, if, I wonder if you got yourself in. Anyway, go, mate. Go. Al, Al Nicholson's my favourite caller from Tasmania. Uh, Good. Sports yep. caller. All Al right, uh, here we go. I've got Toby Green okay. 
on the half forward flank as well. Yeah, he's uh, a lock. He he's is a lock. lock. He is a lock. I've got yep. Ben King uh, starting centre half forward mm. um, for us, uh, which I think, yeah, I like Ben King. Oh, yeah. He's very good. Yep, yep, yep. yep. Uh, Tom Papley, I, of course, think huh. that he's. Uh, <laughs> What do you mean? Oh. Oh, so, well, you said you're bagging me up for putting these blokes in. You've got them in your side. You've already got Heaney in yours in the midfield. I've just got him in a half-forward flank. All right. So I've got Papley as a half-forward flank. I've got Kaiseya Pickett Ooh, as a forward speed. pocket there. Bit of speed. And in the other forward pocket, I've picked Josh Rochelle uh, oh, yes. from the Adelaide Football Club. Who you got in the goal square, mate? And, mate, come <laughs> on. Uh, not Ben Brown. Get me in. I've got myself at full forward. And you know what else I've done? Yeah. Yoda, Yoda, Yoda. You know what else I've done, Flashman? I'll put the big C next to my name as well. Oh, I'm the captain. You. You're, still, you're still filthy the Tigers didn't make you captain deep down. Can I talk about that? Captain? No, we're not going to talk about that. Captain and I'm putting another C around it. I'm coaching the mob too. Oh, of course you are. <laughs> Ron, did Ron Barassi co- captain coach? Who he was did. the last captain coach? I think uh, I, I am captaining. He's a captain coach at Carlton, wasn't he? Yeah. So there you go. Uh, I'll be Malcolm uh, Blight for a period of time, I think, just at the start of a tenure there. What a, anyway, yeah. So, mm. well, wait, hang on. We're not going past this. Look, okay. Why? What? 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 Did I, what, what okay. Well, what, hang this on. Is, Tell this me is, why you didn't pick me in the team. This is a three-year sort of window I'm looking forward to and I feel that I'm going to get more out of Ben in the next three years. Now, does that say that you haven't got more foot in you? No, it does not. As your biggest fan, I look, okay, perhaps tongue-in-cheek a little bit. Maybe I could, if it wasn't, <laughs> maybe I could have scored. Mate, yeah, Hugh Greenwood in last week. Why can't you get me in? Well, you've made up for your captain, your coach, you'll be the team manager, you'll be the CEO and the president all in one. So you've got it covered, mate. Well, I'm, I'm currently being told we, we want too many people to text in, our Tassie fans to text in. Who would you pick, me or Ben Brown? Now, that, that, is, that, is, that is just asking for some abuse via the, the text good. line here. But text in if you oh, want, sorry. 0437 No, I'm not. I'm asking. For, oh, I'm saying sorry, it's gonna, abuse is going to be then. coming in my direction. So okay. 0437 555 if you want to text about that, or if you want to text about your favourite Jack Jumpers moment, don't forget we've got that Signet Power Bank to give a, give us away. Give away, sorry. This is Jack and Flash on SEN Tassie. Harrison Agents. To buy, sell or rent in Tasmania, search Harrison Agents today. On SEN Tassie, Jack and Flash. With Jack Revolt and David Lithgow. Welcome back to Jack and Flash right here on SEN Tassie and, of course, SEN Track across the Bogues part of the state, up the north there, and around the world on the SEN app. Uh, it's time, well, Flashman, we are very, very lucky. And don't forget, you can jump on, text us, 0437 your favourite Jackie's moment to uh, of the season. Of course, going down 0-3 uh, in the grand final. But it's time to wrap up all things Jack Jumpers. Thanks to Chemist Warehouse for the biggest brands and lowest prices. Shop at Chemist Warehouse. Uh, great savings every day. Now, we've headed to the Jack Jumpers, into the nest, Flashman here, and we have been very, very lucky to be joined with the GM of basketball, Jorick Chivers. Jorick, welcome to the show. Thanks, Jazz. Jack, thanks, Flash. Pleasure to be here, guys. Well, first things first, mate. We are running a competition today for our fans out there. Their favourite Jack Jumpers moment. Off the top of your head, question without notice. 
Can you can you narrow it down to one as the GM of basketball this year? This year, I, sorry. What's your favourite moment from the Jack Jumper season? I think, I think for me, mate, without notice, there's obviously been plenty of highlights. But um, the semi-final game where we won at home um, with about a minute to go, I think we were three or four up, and just looking around the crowd, seeing not an empty seat in the stadium. Tasmania was absolutely pumping. Everyone was engaged. It was just a, an awesome moment for me and my team just to see what a what a great product we put together and how much everyone was enjoying what we'd done. It's, uh, well, certainly that was one of the favourite moments. And David Flash Lithgow mentioned that was his favourite moment to call for the year. How are you feeling? How's the team feeling after, obviously, a bit of a disappointing end to what has been a fantastic season? Yeah, I guess, I guess you're, sort of, you're always disappointed in sports. I guess your, your goal is to always win the competition. So you're, you're always going to be disappointed when you lose. But I think in, the, in a week or so, once, once the sort of disappointment wears off, we're going to be very, very proud of what we've achieved and... And um, obviously, you know, me personally, I'm very, very humbled by all the support that we received over the last two to three weeks while we were going to our finals campaign, like <clears throat> like seeing the change rooms full of posters and fan mail and, you know, just, just what it meant to all of Tasmania to be able to have a team on the national stage and representing the, the, the state with pride just, just means a lot. So I'm sure we'll look back with pride at, at our achievements. But then, you know, we quickly flipped the, to getting better and improving for next year so that we don't lose again. Good morning, Jorik. Uh, thanks for joining us again, mate. Um, the last 36 hours since it's all happened, um, what's, the, what's the players feeling? What's the mood and, you know, internally um, as the dust is just starting to settle? How did, they, how, did they, how did they take it? Yeah, I guess, like as I said, like everyone's, everyone's a bit upset and a bit bitter. You, you sort of, as you know, in professional sports, it's very, very hard to get to the pinnacle and we were, we were so close. So to miss out is... Is disappointing, and regardless of whether it's your first season or your or your tenth season, you're you're always going to be disappointed when you lose those games. I think, you know, everyone's everyone's very proud. It's sort of probably a bit early to get past that that bitterness and that hurt at the moment, but I'm sure, you know, in a, in a week or two's time, once we've once we've sort of really had a chance to digest what we've been able to achieve, we're probably going to be proud. But you know, again, ne- never satisfied until you win the ultimate goal. But very proud of what we've achieved and and how much support we've received. Just focusing on game three just for a moment. I've watched the game again. Um, I'm not sure whether you've um, managed to get yourself up to do that or not. Uh, not not, not it, as yet, mate. I'll, I'll watch that on the weekend. I think I'll give it a couple of days just to settle. It's still a bit, cer- still a bit tough. Certainly, and it's certainly, looking back, um, it was a much, much closer game than eight or nine points as the end result. And key moments maybe in that early in that fourth quarter when the Jack Jumpers five points up, etc., and just couldn't make a bucket you know another yeah. another one of those dropped down there and then that that's a different ball game isn't it? it was that's how I feel it was that close you know yeah I think I think with us I don't think scoring was probably the issue in that game like we scored 80 odd points again so we were we were thereabouts in terms of what we try to do as a team it was just you know getting 88 points is, is quite high for us it was just the 97 so I think for us in those moments yes you'd love those shots to fall but it was just you know you miss a key assignment or you just fall asleep for, for two or three seconds. A, a team with the talent that Sydney has, you know, and hats off to them. They've got a lot of talent. They played very, very well and deserve to win it. But, you know, you make a mistake. Ian Clark gets an open three. Someone like DJ Vasiljevic, who we've done a great job on all game. You know, we, we let him get yes. loose for a couple of big baskets as well. It's just, you know, and that's that's the difference. They just had talent and they, across the board, and in those key moments, are able to, to step up that little bit higher. But, again, extremely proud of what we've done. And, and, you know, you can't take anything away from the group. You know, in the morning, you're getting calls. Obviously, Fab and Jack were... We're very, very unwell, and we, we're working all day to try to find ways to get those guys up, but we just couldn't couldn't get them up. They were that bad. And then, you know, even someone like Matt Kenyon, who was on the other end, he'd probably been, you know, day three or day four of what those guys have had. So he was still battling very, very hard. And, 
and you know he, he put himself on the line and, and really put himself out there and, and did everything he could, even though it was, it was clearly didn't have the energy he would normally have. And even someone like Jock Perry, again, it was probably a couple of days ahead of Kenny. You know, he, he come on and eight eight big points off the bench, considering he hadn't trained for a week. He was, you know, every, everyone did everything they possibly could to put us in a position to win. And you had to say before the game, you'd take you know three starters out of our lineup. I reckon the Kings were thinking they'd win by twenty twenty five, but we really put on a tough show. And as you said, eight points is probably a bit flattering for them. But um, yeah, we're, we're very proud of how we battled. Of course, chatting to Joe Chivers here, the Jack Jumpers GM of basketball operations. Now, how deep did the... You've mentioned, obviously, Chris Levick and, and McVeigh uh, and Matt Kenyon in the sickness they have. How, how deep was it, the 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 um, the sickness within the group? Because there has been a few murmurings that maybe there was there was more players that, was, that were affected by um, by illness coming into, into Game 3. Yeah, no, no excuses on our end. Like, we... Obviously, the guys who, the guys who played were, were well enough to play, so that's that's what it is. You know, there's a few coaches and stuff who've, who are a bit run down and a bit sore, but that's just that's just a long season, Jack. You, you've been there with the AFL as well. You get to the point end and, and guys start getting a bit tired and things happen. But you know, we, we put out the best side. Unfortunately, you know, I know, I know Fab and, and Jack personally were absolutely gutted they couldn't get themselves up, but we did everything we possibly could to get those guys out there, and we're not making any excuses. And again, just hats off to Sydney, a great. Great organisation, a great franchise, so much talent, and obviously probably the form side of the second half of the NBL season, and, and really deserved the win. So moving forward now, obviously the, this the NBL season's been run and won. Uh, mm-hmm. What does the team look like going forward? We're still waiting on contracts for Josh Adams, who's always been fantastic for us. Josh Majet, yep, and and the coach Scott Roth. Where do where's the current lay of the land with uh, with those three yeah. um, important pieces? So Scott's obviously he's got when, when we signed Scott we signed him to a three year deal to start with so he's got next year locked in and, and an option for the third year so Scott's you know we're working closely with Scott and the and the rest of the team around structure of roster and where we want to go we obviously locked in all our Australians um, at this point so they're 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 good to go and we've got exits next week so it's just a matter of sitting down with those guys the two Joshes and Mikhail and you know seeing what their expectations are seeing seeing what they want to do, seeing if they even want to come back. They might not might not be keen to come back. So talking through that with those guys, and then as you know, in, in sports, we've got to find a way to get better. So we, we hit the market when free agency opens next week um, and just, just see what we can do to improve. Um, Jorick, I've got a, a text off the line here from Fletch from Howard, and he said, can you ask Jorick yeah. about the three imports? Sure, we understand about that. But yeah. can also, can you replace Surge with a full contract? Now, Surge is a DP, so we've got... Yes. But Cy, Sean McDonald and Jock Perry are all DPs, so we, yes. you know, we, we can't replace Cy with a replacement. I guess the spots we've got open is, you know, you can you can cut it a lot of different ways. You can go with three imports next year. You can go with two and get an extra Australian. You can go, you know, United only went with one import this year and had two high-quality Australians. You've also got the next star, which obviously didn't work for us as well as we would have hoped this year, but you've got that option to go a next star on top of that group as well. So there are options, and there's there's all, you know, exploring every avenue we possibly can to get better. But um, it's just a matter of you know seeing who's available, and hopefully the one thing I'm making a good run um, like we did this year, you know, and the difference between last year is we're actually selling selling a team and selling a product this time, as opposed to last year you're selling a dream and thin air almost to these free agents saying come to Tasmania, it's going to be great. Now they know that we're going to be competitive, they know we've got a great coach, and they know what our system's about. So hopefully that makes it a little bit easier in terms of recruiting. But you know we we love Josh, Josh and McCall. It's just a matter of seeing whether we can make it work with those guys. And as I said, looking looking at next star options, if, if there's someone we think can contribute, we'll definitely have a swing at them. Looking at the final series again, and, and at times during the year it was a trouble. There was just no match-up for Xavier Cooks in many sense, was there? Yeah. That that flexible, almost, you know, guard forward, or even just a forward that can handle the ball, that can rebound, and with that athleticism that Cooks has, 
is that an area in particular, a rebounding forward that play, slash playmaker that can that really gel things together? Is that a something that potentially that you could look at? I think for us, we just you know really with Will being out, we really missed someone that could play above the rim, and I think that showed very heavily against Sydney and against United. Um, Joe Luala Chul is, is an unbelievable player, but he's, he's not the athlete that you know Jarrell Martin and the, or the athlete that Xavier Cooks is. So their versatility and, and their size really hurt us more than what it did against Melbourne. And I think um, you know you put Will Magne in that game. We beat Sydney during the year when we had Will Magne just that extra body that can play above the rim and, and contest with those guys. So, in effect, we're, we're treating Will as a new free agent signing because he only played the 11 games this year. And, you know, it's, it's also then, you know, potentially finding another body that, that fits that role. An athlete that can play above the rim, can, you know, rebound and, and block shots and contest at the rim is, is probably where we're a bit light on on, on or oh, whatever it was on Wednesday night. Well, Jarek, we really do appreciate you joining us uh, for obviously still off the back of what was... Uh, an amazing season. Um, we do have to say thank you as well for, for on behalf of the Tasmanian people because it has been one hell of a ride this year and we are so excited for what next year brings. So congratulations on a great season. Commiserations for not going the, far, the, the, the full way as we would have liked, thanks, but um, appreciate you joining us this morning. Uh, thanks, guys. And just to finish off, I'd love to just thank the, the Tasmanian people in general. The support we've received from... From north to south, east to west has been unbelievable and it's, it's very humbling to be involved in the club. And I know the players and the coaching staff really appreciate it also. So thank you, Tasmania. And again, thank you, SDN, for your support as well. It's been great. There we go. Jarek Chivers, the, Jack- thank you, Jarek. the yeah. GM of basketball at the Jack Jumpers. Uh, and it's great to have him on. I'm so glad he said thank you to the Tasmanian people because we wouldn't be there without Correct. the support of the public. This is Jack and Flash on SEN Tasman. Harrison Agents. To buy, sell or rent in Tasmania, search Harrison Agents today. On SEN Tassie, Jack and Flash. With Jack Revolt and David Lithgow. Welcome back here to Jack and Flash right here on SEN Tassie. SEN Track across the northern part of the state and the SEN app all across the world. Flashman, they are coming for the Signet Power Bank. The techs are rolling in. You can join those texts on 0437552535 or send us a tweet at SENTazzy. So, Adam has texted in. This is about the JJ's moments. Votes for the best JJ's moment. One vote, the first game, which was on, when, which we won in overtime, which I sat at, which was unbelievable. I'm two from two yes. when I've attended yes. the Jack Jumpers games. Two votes, semi final game two. Three votes, semi-final, Graham, three. Thank you very much. The uh, Here we are. That one's obviously come from Adam. Next uh, next one here. Josh Adams, three-pointer in the second grand, fi- uh, second grand final. In your life, have you ever seen anything like it? It's uh, a phenomenal call, that one. You got any uh, flash, man? I got one here from Jira uh, from Lindisfarne. His contracts don't mean I'll let you Nothing. put the word in there after that. Uh if he wants to play in six months' time, we're talking about Tim Payne here, of course, and get up, he can get upgraded to a contract anyway. A non-story that even Cricket.com should know better not to run. There you mm, go. Yeah. Kira from Lindisfarne. Yeah, this one's come from Glenn in Kingston. Uh, it's got nothing to do with the Jack Jumpers. <laughs> I'm taking Ben Brown over Jack for the 2023 season. Whack. After Fox Footy stamped his papers as retiring at the end of the season. 
with the skit on Best on Ground the other Look, night. Look, can I just ask you a question with that notice? Have yeah. you got a bit of chip on your shoulder just at the minute? You play, I think you're playing good footy, by the way. <laughs> yeah. I just felt like that maybe yeah, you thought you could have come back a week soon and no. they didn't. No? Yeah, okay. Yeah, yeah. Twitter poll at the moment. Who would you be taking for season 2023? Uh, no, we won't talk about that. Ben Brown, 71%. Jack, 29 That's not good. <laughs> not, not good. <laughs> Big second Cut. hour of the show coming up, Flashman, though. We have got the game, obviously, this weekend, North Melbourne versus Port Adelaide, Blunston Arena, and we will be chatting with Dan McPherson, uh, who's the GM of football at the North Melbourne Football Club and everything that comes with that game tomorrow, which you, of course, will be calling here on SEN Tassie. Showers today reaching a top of 18 degrees with a low of 11 degrees overnight. More showers expected tomorrow headed for a top of 19 degrees and more rain on Sunday a top of 8. With threats to our nation waiting around every corner, adaptability is more important than ever. When conditions change without notice, quick strategic thinking is crucial. And with obstacles consistently impending, determination is essential in overcoming them. It's this willingness, decisiveness and resilience that sets Marines apart. With our fighting spirit, we don't just fight battles, we win them. Marines are the constant our nation counts on to fight the unknown. And through adaptable problem solving, we do just that. Learn more at Marines.com. 18 degrees expected. And don't miss AFL Nation's Call of the Pies and the Dogs tonight on SEN. Harrison Agents. To buy, sell or rent in Tasmania, search Harrison Agents today on SEN Tassie. Jack and Flash with Jack Revolt and David Lifter. Welcome to another big hour right here on the Jack and Flash show and we're coming to you live on 1629 SEN Tassie, 1611 SEN track across the northern part of Tasmania and right around the country and the world on the SEN app. All thanks to Harrison Agents, Tasmania's real estate experts. Flash man, we've got the text rolling in and I have found our winner. This man is going to be the winner of the Signet Boost Power Bank, and that is Scotty. Scotty says, favourite moment of the season was definitely the semi-final game, Game 3. With around a minute to go, I turned to my wife and said, we're going to make the grand final. That moment in time and the realisation of what was to happen for this team was amazing. So, Scotty, congratulations. Scotty. You have won the Signet Boost Power Bank there. Now, Flash. The other big thing happening in Tasmania at the moment and happened yes. last night on AFL 360 was the launch of the Believe Tasmania campaign. I've got the ad right here, so I'm going to play it and I'll get your thoughts right after There's it. a spirit here, hard to describe, impossible to ignore. We're all born with it. This fight, this gravel rash grit, this devil-like determination... This holy Tasmanian spirit, it's what defines us all. Now the time has come to unleash this spirit on the great game. But without our boots on hallowed grounds, the AFL will never be truly complete, nor will we. This is going to take every ounce of spirit we can muster for this one and final push. The last in our lifetime, Perhaps the last ever. The time for dreaming is done. The time has come. Join the last push to play on. Believe Tasmanian. 
Oh, ah, bang. Oh, gee. Isn't it? Just, it's sort That's of like got me going this last morning. Last post the hairs on the oh, back of my neck are up it. and about. So that, of course... There's a bit of Braveheart in there or something, wasn't isn't there? Isn't it? That, of course, Razzle Dazzle! <laughs> <laughs> Razzle Dazzle. That, of course, is the new ad for the Believe Tasmania campaign, which will launch tomorrow. So very lucky you have... That little uh, snippet wow, there. That was good. Now, the Tasmania Task Force, they are, uh, we, we're in Tasmania, we want you to head to believetasmanian.com.au to add your signature. Now, we're chasing yes. chasing signatures so that proves that we, Tasmania, deserve an AFL team. We need 100,000. 100,000 signatures, and hopefully we can nail that by a final push, which will happen in August. and the Sorry, the vote happens in August. So this is a real push into that final bit. So you can get on. There'll be QR codes. It'll be all over social media. So we need to make sure that you get your friends, um, you get your family. Um, I don't know whether dogs and cats are allowed to vote. They're part, allowed to be part of memberships, but I don't know whether they're allowed to vote on this one. Um, I don't know what a dog or cat signature would look like. But you don't have to be just Tasmanian. You can be anyone all yes. over this great country of ours. If you believe... But Tasmania deserves an AFL team, which we do, Flash. Well, we do. And, and you know, if you need any evidence, um, what, we've, what we've rolled out this year with Tasmania, with the Jack Jumpers, is that's all you need to know in terms of passion, barracking for your own mob, Jack. And this is, it's happening. And I, look, basketball's given the best push along of all, which is, which is awesome. Now, uh, obviously, a very good friend of the show, ex-premier Peter Gutwin, he put this man in charge of the Tasmanian push, Alastair Clarkson. Clarko co-hosted 360 Straight last to the night, top. And he had this to say about how wrong it is to not have a Tasmanian team. It is a national game. And we've got Heartland um, in, in Tasmania that's not featuring in a national game. It's just wrong. It's just wrong. We've got to do something about it. And, you know, we've perhaps two or three times over the last 20 years, we've tried to get a team into the competition and the wisdom of the AFL have chosen not to, not to give us a chance to get in. This is the most serious push. But I think you're right. If, if we, the, the moment is right now, but we actually need the, the, the rally of the Tasmanian people in the yep. next eight weeks. Critical. Um, you know, it says uh, change the game, add your name. Uh, if, you're, if you're keen on seeing a Tassie team, get your, get your name on the books of the push because we're going to need all the support we possibly can to convince the whole football community that there is such a passionate and galvanised group of people that really want to make this work. And we're as close as we've ever been, but we're this, uh, this next six or eight weeks is critical for us. So that's the catch cry. Change the game, add your name. He just keeps saying us and it just fills oh, no. me, with, oh, well, fills like, me well, to the brim with joy. Well, well, I did a we and us, us ladder. We, I got us. A, he had eight we and us's in that whole conversation. Um, <laughs> is there a pulse? Is there a small pulse that Alistair Clarkson might just hang around for a couple of years and say, Huge. You know, I, I want this. Huge. I want Huge. this revolution Invested. of Tassie footy. He... He's all in. He's been, he's been, he loves talking oh. about the fact that he's been going to Tassie for 20 years. Yes. 20 years. He is an honorary Tasmanian. Peter Gutwin signed that through government that Alastair Clarkson, he didn't, but we're saying he should have. Jeremy Rockcliffe, listen up. Let's sign him. Get him on board. He's an honorary Tasmanian. And it's so, so, so important. Now, the question other thing, you, you, you go, go, go. Oh, well, do you think the Melbourne media. Um, have slightly changed their tune because that has been a constant roadblock for a number of time. I imagine the the number one person at our station here, Jared Whateley, has been a you know he's questioned at times 
the feasibility, the finances, etc. Do you think that narrative's changing? It has to because it's, the things, everything's lining up. Off the back of the Carter report, yep. this this push, um, there is literally there, like there is no stone unturned. Mm. There is no stone unturned in this believe Tasmania push, and, and like it is, it is so so good. Off the text, JB says a hundred thousand signatures should have them by lunchtime. Yes, should have them by lunchtime. I certainly think we should get five hundred thousand signatures. It's it has to happen. It has to happen. The other thing in footy at the moment, Flashman, we've been talking about coaches' sprays. Uh, obviously off the back. What'd you make of that? Yeah, well, talking about David Nobles, of course. He'd yeah. come out and, and talked about it afterwards. It's surely, surely we can still roll out a bit of energy from the coach at some stage, can we? Well, yeah. No, you, we've got to be careful. This is mm. this is where you got to be careful. And I pose it to you, Flashman. Carly, my beautiful wife, said this to me the other day. Much better half. Do do you speak to your children all in the same manner? Great question. That's very, very good. Yeah. You don't, do uh, you? No, you don't. So you obviously no. have got three uh, three older girls and, and young our pal, who's, uh, yeah. what's our two? Two. You don't speak to him the way you'd speak to to your your, your fifteen sixteen no. year old daughters, do you? Which so on the le- so you saying we don't speak to the eighteen nineteen year olds on the list like we do to the thirty two thirty three year old Jack Rebounds? Is that what you? I'm saying that to? I'm saying that that is what I'm alluding to. I'm saying that yes. there are certain ways to pe- speak to certain people to get what you want, the desired result out of them. Now yes, the, okay. the, the the whole group spray. Is is still there in some sort of format, but it, it can't be scathing. It can't be ripping paint off the walls because people don't react well to that sort of stuff. Some people do. Some people have a fire within them that just goes right. I'm going to grab this and I'm just going to run with it. Some people it, it puts them in a worse state of mind and they perform more poorly. So, well, well what can I ask you about Dimmer then? Like he he was. Uh, on the field, one of the more aggressive, yappy, in-your-face, niggle players in the history of the game. What, what, what's his, you know, what, what would he do? Would he give the senior players a different conversation? Would he have a chat to you? Would he have a chat to Koch? What, 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 how does he go about it? Well, this is the tactical side behind giving a spray. Is, ah, here we go. You're giving us something here. <laughs> word the person up that you're going to spray. If you want to get the desired result from the whole team. And you may have a few elder statesmen that may have different, thicker skin maybe and may be able yes. to take that sort of stuff on, especially being worded up about it and you know it's coming. Then they're a great vessel to get a message across. They so in other great, words, you're saying vessel. Dimmer could say, I'll play Dimmer for a minute. Now, Jack, that was absolutely shocking on the weekend. Um, I, need to, I need to get something here. Mate, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to give you an absolute whack here to start things. So there's a little bit of theatre in that. Is that what? Is there a little bit of theatrical? A little bit of Hollywood. A little bit of Hollywood. No, but it's, 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 it's actually a really smart way to get the message across. Because yes, like younger it. players do look up to older players, and, and, and that happens in every organisation and every, in every football club. But if it's good enough for the older player and, and the coach is holding the older player or the, the star of the group in high regard, and holding them accountable, then it's good for, for everyone else. So. Bill Belichick, Tom Brady, he used to start with him, didn't he? He used to put all his energy of negativity through Brady and 
okay from there. Tiger time. Can we just have some tiger moments? Cup, for I'll a moment? give you a couple of minutes. Can, only a couple. Well, well listen, I, I think you're playing reasonable footy. Thank you. Firstly, I think things are just ticking along nicely. Tell the world firstly about Biggie. I want to know all about Biggie Noyan and what's happening tomorrow. Yeah, big one new in. He's uh, obviously a key back for us. It's come in. Young Josh Gibkiss has entered their health and safety protocols. Um, so he's, Give us uh, a background to his story. So um, he's obviously a young Sudanese boy. Um, his sister is a very, very big uh, international human rights lawyer, which is really cool. She's ah. come in and spoke a couple of times. She's been on the ABC awesome. a few times. Yes, yes. Um, and he has earned his spot big time. He was a chance of being pre-selected to the St Kilda Football Club. Uh, and Richmond, he was an academy player and Richmond bid on him. And then he came along and sort of just been finding his way, finding his body. He's had a few shoulder issues, but now he's a, he is a big unit. Big unit, and he's turned himself into a very good player, very good above his head, extremely quick flash man, and we are very, very excited for what young Biggie has to bring. So he gets that opportunity tomorrow against Hawthorne, 145, uh, for the people out there that want to watch on the box. And you're getting some premiership stars back again, Lostin and Prestia back into the fold. It looks like you're starting to... You get all the Legos back where they need to be. Yeah, I said last night, Flashman, that I feel a bit like Dan Aykroyd uh, playing Elwood Blues and I'm just rolling around in, I think he's in a Cadillac, just going to establishments here, there, picking up the uh, the old band as we put it back together, uh, half expecting someone to order some dry white toast, three orange whips, and we'll Did be playing. you play- see that split screen of Dan Aykroyd? We'll be playing, and we'll be playing tunes again at the MCG. So, no, it's good. It's good. It's good to have it a healthy list. It's really important uh, to, to have a healthy list. And through 2017 and 2019 even, we had that really healthy list. So um, you look at North Melbourne last last week, last year, sorry, as well. They were extremely healthy. So very... Monster game for your mob tomorrow. That is a big game. It Hawks is a need big, a win too. Big, big game. Another mm. big game that will be happening down in Hobart that is North Melbourne versus Port Adelaide at Blunston Arena. And up next, North Melbourne GM of football, Dan McPherson, will join us to chat all things North. This is Jack and Flash on SEN Tassie. Harrison Agents. To buy, sell or rent in Tasmania, search Harrison Agents today on SEN Tassie. Jack and Flash with Jack Revolt and David Lithgow. Welcome back to Jack and Flash right here on SEN Tassie and Flashman. We are looking through each other through a little online sort of platform. Can you see the new little banner that Mitch has organised in the back there? Can I what? Yes, I like it. Oh, jump online. We'll get a photo of that up because I think they've put that TV there just for us. And um, geez, it looks good. It's got the big map there and. They could be the colours for the Jack, for the new footy team, surely. SEN, Jack and Flash, revolutionising everything in sport here in <laughs> Tasmania. <laughs> yes, we are revolutionising sport. And we're revolutionising football and we are chatting footy thanks to KO, all your faves in one place on KO Sports. Now, the big game in town this weekend, which you can hear on SEN Radio, SEN Tassie, and David Flash Lithgow's dulcet tones will be on the airwaves as he calls that game. Can't wait. North Footy's Melbourne back. versus Port Adelaide at the Blunt at Blunston Arena. At the Blunston at Blunston Arena tomorrow at two ten, and we are very lucky to be joined by Dan McPherson, the GM of North Melbourne Football. Dan, welcome to SEN Tassie and Jack and Flash. Morning, boys. Thanks very much for having me. 
Great to have you on board. We really appreciate you joining us ahead of the big game, the second game in Hobart for North Melbourne tomorrow. How's it? Uh, how does it feel to be? Uh, are you in Hobart now, or uh, are you heading there later on today? No, we've got a, uh, a 10.30 flight out of Melbourne, so um, yeah, we'll get down there, have a bit of a run around on the ground just after lunchtime, and then uh, yeah, get ready to go tomorrow. How do you adjust to playing games of football down there? Obviously, uh, Marvel Stadium is the home ground, the Victorian home ground of the North Melbourne Football Club. Yep. How does uh, the team adjust to, to playing football at Blunston Arena? Yeah, quite a few of our boys have played a fair bit of footy down there now, so um, they're used to the the uh, the slight angle of, the, of the, on the ground and uh, the way the wind blows. So um, yeah, we see it as a bit of an advantage for us to get down there. You know, there's quite a few clubs obviously that have Marvel Stadium as their home ground uh, in Melbourne, um, and we see it as a bit of a unique opportunity for us down in Tassie. So um, yeah, every time we get to play down there, which is four times this year, uh, we really look forward to it. Dan, thanks for joining us this morning. Great to have you here, mate. Um, the year so far, look, there's certainly been uh, a lot of criticism in the media, uh, et cetera, et cetera, clearly in a rebuilding phase and really starting from the bottom and going up. Um, is things really that bad? Like, I feel like we still live in a, a bit of a week-to-week business, this AFL game. Yeah. What, what, yeah. What's your perspective and what's your take on it? Yeah, it's not... It's you know this old saying it's never as bad as it seems it's never as good as it seems. Um, internally, we you know obviously we're disappointed with some of the performances that we've put up this year, but um, we're also really aware that um, we're in a as you said we're in the depths of a of a rebuild or, or the start of a rebuild. Um, and you know my own experience, having been at Melbourne for eight years before I moved across to North this year, um, I know exactly what that looks like. Uh, I do know it takes time and it. It can be very frustrating, but um, at the same time, it, it does take time to get it to get it moving in the right direction. Um, and history will suggest with Melbourne and Brisbane, and and you know you see Carlton now. Once it does turn, it can turn quite quickly. So yeah, it's it's going to be um, it's going to be a bit of hard work ahead of us. Um, but we're certainly you know we're quite optimistic about the direction that we're heading in. We're confident with the kids that we've got in the club at the moment, but. Um, yeah, it just takes time. So um, we, we, uh, we're probably frustrating a lot of fans and, and supporters. Um, we're really thankful and, and proud that we've just knocked over a, a club membership record this year. We've knocked over 47,000. So, um, you know, given how we're going, our supporters have been unbelievable. Um, but, yeah, it's, gonna, it's just going to take time and I and, uh, hope everyone can stick with us. Now, Dan, as a Swan supporter as I am, I remember your footy well, and that little waddle coming out of the back pocket that you had was uh, very familiar that will always stay with me. You played under, yeah. I reckon you must have got the tail end of Brassy, Ede, and the start of Ruse. Would that be right, your career Correct. at Swans? Yeah, absolutely. Yep. So yep. in the mix of all those guys, I imagine yep. you would have heard the odd cook um, here or there all the time. We've seen what's happened yeah. with David Noble this week. Um, yep. How's he... You know, how's his week been, and and what's your general take on that whole conversation? Yeah, it's, it's been we've sort of been a little bit bemused by the whole thing, particularly given it it's come from a story you know five or six weeks ago um, that it popped up again. Um, yeah, no, I, I was on the end and, and witnessed quite a few sprays in my time, um, but but things have certainly changed, you know, in that in that time. Um, and yeah, look, what happened in Brisbane, it wasn't. 
it wasn't horrific. Um, it was just, you know, a good solid cook. But the boys, you know, and Jack Zebel was saying on the radio that day, that given the performance that we that we put up, uh, it wasn't unwarranted. But I think it says more about Nobes that he uh, he sort of sat back and had a think about it over a couple of days and thought, yeah, maybe that's not the right way to go uh, in this day and age. And you know, he uh, he then went back and spoke to the boys and and said, you know, I might have went over the mark a little bit. Does he, does he? I'm interested in the, the approach from from David Noble there. Is, is that a? Yeah. Does he speak to the group as a whole and say, "Hey boys, uh, made a mistake. This is how, uh, this is what I regret and and what I would change." And then does he follow up with the guys that were maybe a bit more um, hurt from the the, the spray, uh, or is it just the whole group thing addressed in front of the whole group and that's it? Yeah, well, certainly no. Um, we didn't get any individual feedback from from any of the guys saying that they were upset or um, traumatised in any way. Um, no, just, you know, in his own reflection over the few days following the game, um, you know, wanted to get back in front of the boys and said, oh, look, I might have, I might have uh, gone overboard a little bit. Um, but, yeah, it certainly wasn't um, in response to any of the guys individually coming up to him or, or, or speaking to anyone and saying that it was too much. So it was just him doing it himself. Great self-awareness. It's just it's, it's yeah. funny, this, this media, um, and, and now with social media, just the jungle drums beat and then all of a sudden it rolls into a direction <laughs> and we end up with fabricated stories. And, it's, and for mine, it shows a coach that's self-aware, understands his group, yeah. and, and uh, uh, he's reflected on the fact that he may have made a mistake and... He's making an atonement for it. So fair yeah, play to him. I, I, I'm, I, I'm, I know that Chris Fagan's a big supporter of, of David Noble. So mm. um, glad to see we can have some reflection still in, in AFL football. Now, moving our thoughts on to the weekend's game against Port Adelaide. Yep. Um, two really important pieces to your puzzle. Uh, Taron Thomas yep. and Hugh Greenwood, yep. two Tasmanians. Yep. Fortunately, yep. Hugh goes out this week. We had him on the show uh, two weeks ago, and he was chatting about how much yep. he loved playing in front of his, his home yeah. crowd. H- how important is it for the football club to have Tasmanians playing for North Melbourne in front of their home crowd and having that connection not only with the sponsorship but also having Tasmanians yep. representing the mighty North Melbourne Football Club? Yeah, well, it's brilliant for us. It's brilliant for the individuals. As you said, they love playing down in Tassie. And, and for us to have our second home base... Uh, down in Tassie, um, for those guys to get the opportunity to play down there in front of friends and family is fantastic. Um, and it's also, you know, it gives us a great link or, or an even stronger link um, to the state down there. So, yeah, it's terrific for us. Um, it's great for the individuals and it's it's just made the, the bond and the relationship with the North Melbourne Footy Club and Tasmania stronger. Uh, Dan, we just had a text off the line from Richie from Moona. And he's asking, how's young Patrick Walker been travelling? Yeah, he's been going okay. He's um, he had a couple of little interruptions over um, pre-season, so he's he's been unable to get a consistent run at it. Um, but his last two or three weeks at the VFL have been um, have been better. He's he's starting to get his hands on the ball a bit more. So um, he's obviously a terrific athlete. Um, we want to get the footy in his hands as much as we can. So um, yeah, we look to. Paddy to keep improving over the next few weeks and, and put his name up in contention. Another one of young plays, uh, and there's been a lot, a lot of talk as well about Jason Horn Francis, obviously rested this week with a hamstring issue. Yep. Yep. This is, it's not a big story 
that he hasn't signed a contract. There, we, there is second-year no. players, first-year players out there that haven't signed contracts. It doesn't happen. Yep. Like, you don't get drafted and then automatically sign an extension, do you? We can put, no, some, we can put some water on this fire, surely. Yeah, if, if you uh, dig a bit deeper and have a look around, it's, it's been happening for years. You know, it's not an automatic thing that, as you said, uh, high draft picks sign straight away. Um, there's examples all over the place. So, yeah, it's, it's absolutely not an issue for us. Um, the club's been talking um, with Jace's manager, you know, ongoing. And, yeah, we're confident something will get done, but we're in no rush. And, and, he's ha- not either, so. and the hamstring issue, just a, a, a one-weeker for, for him? Yeah, we hope so. He, um, yeah, he just pulled up. Uh, he was sore on Tuesday, so we got it looked at. Um, got a scan done there. Now, there was a little bit on there, so he was still a bit sore Wednesday. So, you know, given he's obviously a young player, he's played every game, he played the practice matches. Um, we've had a couple of six-day back-to-backers and, and just travelled back from Perth. So uh, we thought we'd leave him out this week and, and hopefully it doesn't mean he plays and, and you know, uh, puts himself at risk and potentially misses five or six. So we'd ra- rather him miss just one. Well, Dan, we really appreciate you joining us here on Jack and Flash and uh, SEN Tassie. And we wish you best of luck down there. I don't know whether you know it, but it's called the Pouch. That's what we locals refer to it. Pouch. It's the Very home, good. home of the Clarence Football Club. So it fits in nice. nicely with the North Melbourne ties there. So we wish you best Beautiful. luck against the Port Adelaide Football Club this weekend. Thanks, boys. Nice to, nice to be with you. There we are. Dan McPherson, the GM of Football Operations at North Melbourne. North versus Port. Now, we've spoken about it with him already. Yes. You've got to watch on this, don't you? You've got to watch on the Huge crowd. Huge watch, of course. Yep. Yep. Well, look, we've been talking about this for years, and there's two factors at play here. Um, let's be quite clear about it. No one really f- supports North Melbourne, so no one comes to the games. I think there's 13 Port Adelaide supporters in the whole of Tasmania, including my next-door neighbour, by the way. Jack, really? I will mention, I will mention <laughs> Dusty Nichols. Good morning to you. <laughs> Scooter Nichols. <laughs> Dusty Nichols, no, Dusty his brother. Nichols, sorry. Yeah, right, yeah. <laughs> However, um, I've look. I don't think there's going to be hardly anybody there tomorrow. I'm sitting. Do you want? I've set the unders and overs. What I'm is it? Give you a figure. What is it? I've played around with this. There's been a bit of money coming in for both parties. I, I'm saying three thousand four seventy. That's what. I, that's what 3, my computer. Three thousand four hundred and seventy people. That's what my computer has generated, spattered out to me. Whoa. Um, okay, then. So let's say. Let's say. Let's say it comes in bang on the number. Is yep, so it, the, the Melbourne media, hysteria, all everything goes yep. bonkers. Yep. What's the argument for if only 3,470 uh, 3, people turn up for tomorrow for the Tasmanian bid? Jackie Boo, I'll, I'll make it pretty clear for you, son. Nobody cares. They care about their own mob. It's that simple. Let's not confuse it. Let's not put any other issues on the table. They want to barrack for their own mob. And that's not North Melbourne. All due respect, wonderful club, heritage, all that. Well, am, flash, I, miss, am I missing something? No, no. It's it's an well, it's an interesting time slot for Tasmania too, as well. Two PM on a Saturday when a lot of football will be played around well, the state. People that may go. Right. Uh, but Flashman has set the line for three thousand four hundred and seventy <laughs> people for tomorrow's uh, encounter at Blunston Arena, of course, North Melbourne versus Port Adelaide. Up next, though, Flashman, our favourite segment, Hot or Not. This is Jack and Flash, thanks to Chemist Warehouse. It's hot, real hot. That's hot, that's hot, that's hot, that's hot, that's hot. This is hot. It's so damn hot. Not. 
That's right. Time for our favourite segment right here on Jack and Flash. And that, of course, is hot or not. Thanks to Chemist Warehouse for the biggest brands and lowest prices. Shop at Chemist Warehouse. Great savings every day, Flash man. Now, Flash, we love hot or not. We uh, do. We love it. Um, I Building think, momentum, I reckon, has, with the people yes, too. we do. And if you do have a uh, hot or not, mm. fire them in on text. Be quick, though, because we're going to run through it now. Do you want to lease off, Flash? I do. Yeah. Um, Xavier Cook's last quarter behaviour took the shine off winning the grand final MVP, Jackie Boy. Hot or not? I've got this as a bit hot. Uh, hot news. I reckon I saw a bit of social media stuff, and uh, it's probably only with him and Josh McGett that um, there was a few bumps and then uh, looked like sort of semi-kick and then grabbed him by the back of the top and sort of threw him down when they were eight points up and only a minute to go. Just don't need to be doing that, do you? If you you're clearly going to win the game. You, you've arguably been the best player. Well, you have been the best player in the final series. No question. And possibly heading to bigger things in the NBA. You, maybe. I know you're a maybe. big rap for him here, I Flash am. man. Yes. Yeah. Just, just a bit of win gracefully, don't Damn we? Damn hot! Win gracefully, what do you reckon? Uh, there's a bit of that, I think. Um, but what a wonderful series he had. And that all-round game, Jackie, was awesome. He was too good. No match-up for Xavier Cooks. It is sometimes. Sometimes the competitive juices just don't stop flowing till right to the end, Flashman, especially when you've got it one. All right, Flashman, I've got you. Uh, hot or not, Alastair Clarkson. Well, he was on AFL 360 last night. And, of course, the role has been filled. Uh, been Well, there is a role to fill now, sorry, up at the GWS yes, there is. Giants. He, well done. By the way, well done to that coach. I thought Leon Cramond's done a superb job up there. Can yeah. we just put that on record? Yeah, no, I'll, I'll let him know that you let him know that he's done a fantastic <laughs> job. Is, is Clarko the, the perfect fit for GWS? Is that hot or not? Gosh, I've thought about this one this morning. Uh, I'm hoping it's not the Tasmanian cheerleader coming out of me, but I'm saying not hot. Not. Right. So Clark was yep. on the record last night saying that he the only reason he comes back to coaching AFL yep. is, to, is to win it. And mm. so you think that he wouldn't want to do the GWS job with the, the list they've got? They're in a very interesting stage with their list, aren't they? They've still got those eight or ten stars, uh, mid to mid Star, to late twenties. Stars, stars. Absolutely. Um, I I don't know that Clarko rolling in there just feels right. I'm not sure why. What do you think? Uh, no, I think he, they've they've got the list to to certainly go again. Um, in yeah, terms I, of the talent and and still a lot of them top four this year. Still, yeah, well, I thought they they would um, be probably going a little bit better than they are. And there's a whole host of things of why sides don't go well. But mm. um, a healthy, fit GWS list. I mean, it is still a very, very it scary, is. scary prospect. Hot or not, Jackie boy, Dustin Martin shouldn't have been expected to be interviewed post-game last week, given what he's been through. Yeah, no, I think this is... Uh, I just think it's it's not news. The, 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 fact, the fact that people think that... Um, and it's, and it's, it is a really delicate balance because there is, a, there is uh, reasons that players need to do media, and that is, of course, with the broadcast rights, and there isn't it. They've got to be obliged to do it. He's the biggest star. He is the biggest star, but also... Yep. They're not mutually um, engaged and, and connected the fact that he's playing footy and then he needs to come out and speak again. Now, I know that um, the term Dorothy Dixes has been thrown around just to find out how it's going, but it, clearly he's not ready to speak yet. Um, no, and, that's and, right. and coming back from, obviously, the, the, the mental health battles that he's, that he's had, um, 
over the past period of time that he will talk when he's ready to talk. That's and, right. And um, no doubt everyone will listen now. There was a whole euphoria for for Dustin coming back, arguably the best player in the game, but let's just enjoy the fact that he's back out in the field and playing what was a, a pretty good game. 23 and a couple of goals, not a bad little start after six weeks of of being away. So, uh, yeah, no, it was um, he, he. rapt to see him back. Hot or not, Flash man. Uh, the, well, I suppose now the arch enemy of, of, ta- of all Tasmanians, Chase Buford, the coach of the Sydney Kings. 375 bucks was an appropriate penalty for kicking that LED signage. Hot or not? Oh, well, it wasn't appropriate. It was a joke. Um, so that's actually, I need to say it's a not then, isn't it? Because it's not, not. appropriate. No, was it hot right? news or not news? Well, it's hot news because it wasn't appropriate pen- penalty. Real hot. Hot of this is my shorts. I can cook things in it. <laughs> Look, look. I, I was obviously I was watching Chase for that ten minutes at the end of the first quarter into the early second quarter. He was going off his head. He, he was hot. He, he was. He hot. was proper hot, and of course he should have been ejected. Then to say three hundred seventy-five bucks, what? Cost you five hundred just to sit in one of those seats and, and behind it. So is it three seventy-five plus? He's got to go and pay for that LED because sure, I don't think he has to pay for the LED. You're joking, are you? He's well. There's, I don't think you, he has. you could not put an argument against the fact that he has to pay for that LED after he sunk his right slipper straight into it. Well, Chase doesn't care. He's had a big week. He's had probably a couple of nights on the sauce with with the guys and um, couldn't give a continental, I guess. Yeah, well, it's just, it was a joke. It was yeah. a joke. What a uh, come what on. A, yeah, yeah. They're sharp those LED signages as well. Like it's oh, an really sharp. To go sending your slipper. It was straight fascinating into it. to call it live because. Of, What's he just done here? I wasn't sure what he'd put his foot through because I was behind that, of course. But anyway, Chase got away with one there. He should have been out of the game. Hot or not, the AFL has well and truly relaxed the umpire dissent rule without telling anybody. Well, it, it, this is hot news because it was the hottest two news. I told you again. Two, uh, two <laughs> weeks ago, it was it was so so hot, and everyone was, was up in ar- well, up in arms. Well, you're not really allowed to be up in arms, but they were certainly there was a cry around for for what this rule was going to create. But it's even the even the first um, the first game we saw St Kilda versus GWS, there was people putting their arms out, and they weren't paying it. So maybe common sense has prevailed from the umpiring fraternity that we like. The AFL wouldn't want it relaxed, but the umpires, I think, are reading the room and, and actually doing it well. So, um, I know I'm um, I'm certainly uh, thinking that uh, this is hot news, but uh, now it's turned into not news, basically, because we're not talking about it. We're not talking about umpire descent. That's right. Uh, and it's certainly off off the radar. Flashman, hot or not, and you put this man on the map. Isaac Rankin has played his best AFL game after the confidence of being placed in your midfield yep. for the Tasmanian Dream Team. He, uh, he's seen that you've put him on the team and he's thought, yep. I'm a chance. Well, I you need to start, start performing See. in the midfield. Isaac Rankin, hot or not, because you put him in there. Hot as a pistol. <laughs> Absolutely yeah. hot as a pistol. Look, we've had some conversations off air about these teams. Look, I, I thought we were working to some sort of salary cap and I think we could have got him on special, as we know. Hot. He's a good player. He's a good player. He's a very high draft pick. It's been a bit disappointing. Gold Coast rolling a little bit, I think. I think there's something there at the minute. I yeah. think. Yeah, no, I so, agree with that. Yeah. What do you got for me anymore? Hot or not, son, the 
the Sydney Kings are now the Jack Jumper's biggest rival. This is hot. Is that hot? You know what I'm talking about. It is that hot. You know what I am talking about. They. This is where rivalries are built off big, big finals. Now, yes. The Jackies, unfortunately, have gone down in three, but. The Chase Buford kicking of the LED, he's he's ever on everyone's watch list in Tassie. Is yes. he not? He, he is enemy <laughs> he is. number one. <laughs> Xavier Cooks ain't far behind as well, Flashman. No. He is not far behind. And I think um, I saw a tweet even from maybe one of the owners of the Sydney Kings. It slips my mind right now. And uh, a big Bogues. It was no, not Bogues. It wasn't Bogues. It was another one of the owners, and it was sort of a little bit detrimental to the Tasmanian people. There, this is they're, they're our number one now. Surely, Flash. They, that's hot, 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 yeah, hot. Melbourne, Melbourne's fun. Um, they're our yeah. bunnies, though, Melbourne. Yeah, that's a true story. Yeah. Interesting stories around uh, with new cricket coaches. Jackie Boy, what have you got another one there for me? Uh, Brendan McCullum, yes, Flash, uh, and this will be the last one of Hot or Not, is a fantastic appointment for England as cricket coach, particularly leading into the test series against New Zealand. So tactical, possible tactical selection, that hot news there, Flash Man? Yeah, it's hot SCN zone, of course. He's going to be a great loss to us at the station. Um, I bet you didn't cost 20 mil. Did he cost 20 mil like Hunter? <laughs> no. No way did he cost 20 mil like Punter. I think. What, what would he on? What'd he be on, Baz, do you reckon? What would he be getting? A couple of mil. Give me a, a 1.52. Yeah, a couple of mil. Pounds, whatever. He's a million pounds. It's a big job. It it's is a, a big, big job. job. It is a big job. And we'll see a very fickle over there in the uh, English cricket industry. Love, actually, quick on off the cuff, off the cuff flash, man. Hot or not, Steve's efforts today on the buttons. They've been very, very hot, haven't they? We've had a few new intros in. What are your thoughts? Hot, hot, hot. Well done, Stevie. Yeah, very, very good. This has been hot or not. This is self-applause too for him. Oh, hang on. It's a bit of carry on now. This is not news, not news. This is Jack and Flash on SEN Tazzy. We'll be back up to wrap up shortly. Welcome back to Jack and Flash uh, right here on SEN Tassie. As we wrap up for the second hour, a big, big show, of course. But Dan McPherson on from the North Melbourne Football Club and, of course, Jarek Chivers from our Jack Jumpers, Flashman. Now that the Jackies are, well, they're not on the march anymore. They're going to have a oh, bit of a well-deserved. It? It it's depressing. But they're well-deserved holidays. No doubt they'll head down to Willie Smith's. Have a few ciders down there and uh, and celebrate what's been a fantastic season. But what what are you looking forward to on the first weekend that we don't have the Jack Jumpers? Well, we can start to focus on local footy for a start, Jack. So I'm just going to have a little bow peep. Obviously, Port Adelaide, North Melbourne's my focus tomorrow. Looking forward to You're calling, calling the game. that one, eh? Calling that game right with there, big Matty Capuano, his debut with SCN, oh, foreman, oh. two timer, North Melbourne Premiership player, of course. A little bit of razzle-dazzle. <laughs> razzle, can you give us a razzle-dazzle tomorrow, please? I'm going to have a look, I'm going to have a look at... Um, I'm going to have a look at Kingborough and Lauderdale. Both teams going well. Um, that's something I'm going to have a bit of interest in as the, the TSL season starts to move forward. But, gosh, I wish we were doing the Jack Jumps tonight. I can't lie to you. I can't get over it because I feel like we should have a game four. And then, then you just... Uh, look, I'll let it go. Yeah, let it go. Let it go. Yep. 
Uh, the Jackies aren't on the march. The other big news flash man in Tasmanian football is the uh, Hall of Fame is back this year, which is yes. very exciting for obviously the people that are involved in the Hall of Fame. And uh, big night. You enjoyed that when you got yours, didn't you? It was yeah. a proud night for you yeah, and the it was, family. It was very, very good. Actually, we actually we actually played North Melbourne that week that we uh, went down there. So uh, no, good to see the Hall of Fame back and everyone uh, who's been involved in Tasmanian football. And in that Hall of Fame that will be celebrated, well, Flashman, another great show. Uh, appreciate it. Coming up now, now we've got Sam Edmund with the captain's run. This is Jack and Flash on SEN Tasmania. Go Tigers.